0: the Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 56, Five Things I've Stopped Doing in Dance. Hi there, and welcome to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. My name is Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. Every other week, I get the privilege of bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. I would like to give a shout out to the two people that left reviews and ratings on iTunes recently. Thank you so much for the five-star ratings and the kind words. I really appreciate it. The first one is from Alex Cespedes, and the title says, Dancing is serious business. Ran across this show and was immediately drawn in by its sincere approach to the business and art of dancing. The lessons in this show apply to more than just the dance world, but you'll find yourself excited to hear more behind-the-scenes stories. Thank you so much, Alex. And then the second Review came from McLean R954 and it's titled Fun Concept. Love this angle. I grew up dancing and I'm now a business owner, so I love seeing the two merge. What a cool concept! Super professional show with a cool approach to growing your biz. Thank you guys so much for the five star ratings and the reviews. I really appreciate it. Coming up in this session of the Dancepreneuring Studio in our Step to Success segment the yoga of dance in our dancers dialect segment house of style in our freestyle flow segment puppies on demand and in our feature presentation five things i've stopped doing in dance hey i'm Tarek quest choreographer dancer and ceo of Gauz, coming to you from london You are listening to another session from the Dance Penoring Studio. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. If you've been listening for any time, at least some of the recent episodes of this podcast, I've talked a lot about my newfound love of hot yoga, it's helped me so much in my dancing and other areas of my life. And I've just learned so much. And I'm just so excited about the progress and the process. And so I can't say enough good things about it there are a few things that are emphasized in all of the yoga classes that I take. And there's different styles and different levels that I take. And I'm constantly learning and challenging myself. And it's just been such a great journey so far, just like my dance journey. So a couple of the things that they talk about that have helped my dancing, number one is they talk about not comparing your practice to other people. So I want to clarify that I do look for things that I like to that I like, seeing people do, there's certain poses and there's things that people that have been doing it for a lot longer than myself, have. they do it and they do it very well. And I look for how I can best apply to challenge myself and what would work for me. And I know that if I continue putting in that that effort and that intentional practice that I will get there as well. So even though I see all this going around me, I don't compare where I'm at to where others are already at. So that is really important. And it's been great for my dance training as well. Number two is they always talk about being mindful and present. And that is, that is something I'm focusing on a lot lately these days. Not perfect at it, of course, but this is definitely an everyday thing to do in every situation that you're in. So it's helped my dance training. It's helped other areas of my life. Number three, they talk about being your own teacher first. And I believe innately that you are wired to know what to do in a lot of the situations that you faced. And so they really talk about trusting your instincts and just trusting how your body is and what your body is telling you while you're doing yoga. And so that's been extremely helpful in my dance training as well. Number four, There are constant reminders throughout the class to not sit or sink into the poses, but get out of your joints. Yoga and dance are very active in that it's not just about hitting a pose all the time or sitting in a pose. It's about being active and extending and expanding. And so that's helped tremendously, especially in my uh, technical classes where I, before I was, either I was just not listening or... (laughs) I don't know if it was ever taught to me to just not be sitting in your joints and really be extending it out of your joints. And that also helps for injury prevention as well. So that's been huge. Learning that in yoga or getting that emphasized in yoga so much, which has translated, of course, to my dance training, I recommend a video by Monica Volkmar, who I interviewed on session 40 on yoga hacks. And it's a great video and also some information on some of the transitions in yoga so that you don't screw up your knees and your hips, which of course are hugely important in dance and other forms of physical activity. So I would highly recommend that you check out her information. She is also the creator of the Dance Stronger program, which I had the pleasure of going through. And so check out her session, which is session 40, and there's more information on that. But I've also linked this yoga hack in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 056. And if you are into yoga at all, Or dance at all. This will be very, very helpful. And number five, they always talk about how the breath is more important in the transitions into the movements than anything else is flowing with the breath. And especially with certain styles of yoga where the breath leads the movement. And so I'm finding that extremely helpful again in my dance training. So again, I cannot say enough good things about yoga and it has helped my dancing and my life very much. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. I was recently at a birthday party slash dance party slash fundraiser, and it had been ages since I've been in a club environment. And it was inspiring for me to enjoy the music, watch some innovative freestyle dancing going on, and just get out of the studio to experience something different. Because it was mostly house music that was played, it got me thinking about different styles of house dancing. And I came across lofting, which I had not heard of. But in watching some of the videos, you definitely see it incorporated in different styles of dance. According to housedancer.com and the legacy of the loft dance style, and I will link this in the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash zero five six. This is what it says. Lofting is the term used to describe a very smooth and sensual, quote unquote, freestyle form of dancing that is said to have originated at a legendary underground dance party known as the loft, which began in the 1970s in New York City, hosted by David Mancuso. Today, lofting borrows from much of what the lofters did in their early days, from grooving to the melody of dance music, gracefully transitioning from one movement into the next without breaks as if one is simply dancing through the beats rather than directly on it. Lofting is a unique freestyle form of dancing that welcomes many styles of movement while keeping true to its fluid, graceful essence. Sounds like my kind of dancing. And now, anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? There is not a day that goes by that my son doesn't mention to me how much he wants a puppy. (laughs) I don't blame him because I want a puppy too. I just don't want one right now. It's just not good timing right now. But... Every day he asks me, so when are we getting our puppy and I really want a puppy and puppies are cute and I can't wait to play with my puppy. So he's definitely speaking that into existence, which I admire him for that because he's focused on the end goal in mind. And it got me thinking about this ad that I recently saw from Uber. I think actually it was a a Facebook post from Mashable or another news site about Uber delivering puppies on demand in they did something with some animal shelters across the country. And so you could schedule these puppies to come to you, you'd pay $30. And you get to play with these puppies for 15 minutes, of course, the goal being that you would adopt these puppies. And I thought, what a great idea. And so it got me also thinking about how cool it is that we can be creative in our projects and in our businesses and incorporate different things and try new things and see what customers like. And so just that whole creative process is so exciting. And to see Uber do something like this and hopefully they do offer this in the future i don't know if they are or not but check it out i've linked one of the articles in the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash zero five six and maybe you can also schedule a puppy to come to you if you decide to do so if they if they do offer it in the future now that you're warmed up get ready to go full out with our feature presentation How are you doing on your goals for 2016? We are in a new month and it's important to track as you go along. I remind myself as I'm going through my different checklists each day that what gets measured gets improved. But don't be discouraged because you can still start if you haven't because it's all about moving forward and going from where you're at. It's important to take action to do things, but it's also important to stop doing things to get you forward as well. And there are five things I've stopped doing in dance to continue my progress. So what are the five things that I've stopped doing in dance? Number one, I've stopped taking multiple classes back to back. Initially, When I got back into dancing, I took everything and anything, even if I didn't like it, I took the class because I thought that would make me a better dancer. And in some respects it has, but sometimes quantity does not mean quality. My training now is much more intentional and focused based on the goals I have. And I still take classes back to back sometimes, but not because I feel I need to, but because I want to. Number two, I've stopped judging my progress based on one class, one workout, or one training session. Is there something to work on? Always, of course, there's always something to work on. Is every class perfect? No. And unless you're comfortable being where you're at, then of course, you're going to plateau and, and judge where you're at. But I know that if I'm intentional, and I put the proper work into the right places, I will get the results that I'm looking for. Number three, I've stopped having FOMO. And according to the Urban Dictionary, (laughs) yes, the Urban Dictionary, FOMO means the fear of missing out. And if it didn't work out that I couldn't attend a specific masterclass or a workshop, then before I'd get really bummed out about it, and I thought, Oh, my goodness, I'm missing out on this training, blah, blah, blah. But now I realize that if I'm not attending a certain class or a workshop or whatever, then it just wasn't meant for me to be there, and there will be other opportunities. Number four, I've stopped holding my breath. Thanks to the other dance training I'm doing outside of regular classes, yoga, and my own workouts my lung capacity and stamina have improved immensely and I don't hold my breath while I'm doing choreography. Whether you dance or not, and you want to improve how you breathe and build your stamina, I cannot say enough good things about the benefits of cross training and yoga. Number five, I've stopped focusing on how much time I've lost by not dancing all these years. There's nothing I can do to get that time back and focusing on regrets does me no good. I've spent way too much time doing that and have depressed myself beyond <laughs> you know, focusing on things that I just cannot control and that the time is gone. I you just can't do anything about it. So now I focus on the fact that all I have is the present moment and if I can continue focusing on all the good that is within that present moment, whether I'm in class training or elsewhere, I gain so much more. Now my question to you is what have you stopped doing that has helped you move forward? I would love to get your feedback. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 056 where you'll also find the show notes to this session And if you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions, if you've listened to them helpful, I would really appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. So you can go to either one and rate, review and subscribe. And if you go to iTunes, going through the Apple iTunes podcast app is better in terms of getting the show more exposure and that way I can continue to help more people. So thank you so much in advance for doing that. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.